exciting news. Yes. It is launch week around these parts. So our Wayman Unlimited onboarding coaching program is now open for enrollment. If you are a digital creator who's looking to add more predictability, more profit, and more peace into your business, our Wayman Unlimited program is here to help you. Through our monthly onboarding coaching sessions, we'll remove the overwhelm of growing your business and give you specific marketing tactics to focus on each month so you can grow, but at a sustainable pace. Because we're all steady, about... Steady. Slow growth around here. We take a slow and steady approach to running a calm business so you can reach your business goals without sacrificing your well-being. By the way, also included in Wayman Unlimited is a lifetime account to our core software, Tea Tree, which is the most customizable and brandable course platform on the market. You also get access to a member favorite group accountability system we call Wayme of Stones. That's Please right. don't sue us, Game of Thrones. <laughs> where we blend fun and action taking together in our weekly Wayme Slack community through doing some accountability and sharing our goals, getting our tasks done every single week. That's right. If you are interested in joining Wayman Unlimited, head to wanderingaimfully.com slash join to learn more and get all the details. And just as a reminder, the doors will be open until March 26th. Welcome to What Is It All For? A podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. <laughs> let's get into this podcast, Carol. Are you ready to podcast? <laughs> yeah. You say that you want like a podcast like air studio. studio yeah, 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 yeah. But isn't this nice? It's like we're by the big window. There's light. Mm -hmm. It's comfy. For those of you who are on our email list, because uh, we don't share on social anymore, maybe you saw it in our uh, Switzerland port or video where we announced that we were living in Portugal on our YouTube channel. I was just thinking like the visual for them of like, you know, what do you mean? Like where you're sitting? Like right, we're in the, the living picture. room and there's a big wall of wind of actual doors, the the sliding doors. And so it's just, it's beautiful. It's light. Yeah. I can see the ocean from my yeah. corner right now. I mean, now. I do like that, uh -huh. but I don't like when I edit these episodes and there's like a slight echo in the room really? and like, I'd like, you know, sound deadening. Okay, so you want to go to a cave instead. Cool. Yeah, cool just cool. like some mics so we can swing around and feel like Important. official online business people. Yeah, exactly. You know, you swing That's around. That's what you really want. You want to feel like, like an hello, official hello, online hello, business hello, person. Hello, You know, <laughs> don't you want the like microphones that everyone uses so that you like, you feel official. Yeah, you're okay. not official until you have either the little desktop thing or the, the arm. You got to have the arm. the arm. Yeah, the desktop thing is not official. No, that's that's right. what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Yeah. Uh, welcome to our podcast where we ramble about these things. We start every episode <laughs> these days with a little pramble, which is an update on our lives living in Portugal, as we just alluded to. Uh, what do you want to share this week about our lives here in this country okay. that we live in? Okay, that's well. Very I... far away from where we were born. It is. Um, I think we need to start actually with the delightful bullet point number three, point number three yeah. the delightful interaction that we had with our favorite neighbor. Yeah, this was yesterday. Preferido, so this is maybe I don't know. I'm learning words, so yeah. if I say bad Portuguese, that's just me trying to practice. Um, in case you, I think we talked about our friend Fernandez maybe last episode. Yeah, Fernandez is our 83 year old neighbor. Yes, who is just just a treasure of a person. Yeah. And we've, we've kind of become friendly with him. He lives in this this uh, Portuguese house that we pass on the way to the, 
our little neighborhood gym. Yeah. And so I'm always like, I hope Fernandez is out there. Yeah. Really, it started with I hope Nikki's out there because Nikki is the dog. Nikki which Chuck. We call her Nikki Chuck. We call Chuck. her Nikki Chuck, and we have decided she is a Chorgi. We don't yes. know what kind of dog she is, but she's sort of like a cross between a Chihuahua and a Corgi. Yeah. So she's a Chorgi. And it started with us just like really wanting to be friends with Nikki, Nikki Chuck, but then we met Fernandez. Okay. Yes. So that's to get you caught up. Yeah. Now, Fernandez has this farmland next to his house that he's yeah. always tending to. Mm-hmm. 83 years old. Just yeah. like out there. We caught him yesterday, just like spraying some stuff. And like out there with a literal hoe. Yes. A literal hoe. Yes. Hoeing and, and his he, land. I don't know how big acres are, but I believe this is probably like a quarter acre of land. Okay. If I had to like guess and mm-hmm. someone's like, you have to guess, how, I'm going to say a quarter acre. Yeah. So it's not small. But it's also not like so gigantic that you can't walk it with one single hoe and be tilling the right. land. But yes. like, wow. So we stop by, we say hello to Fernandez as we normally do when he's out there. This is not in the gardening moment. No, this yeah. is not in the gardening moment. Yeah. This is in our on the way to the gym yeah. moment. And we chat a little bit and he said, and we, we were asking him about the land and everything. And he told us this great story about how one harvest, he had 11 tons of potatoes the land produced. Yes. And I mean, I wouldn't ask him how much money he made selling those potatoes. But he said he sold nine tons. He said he sold nine tons of them. And, um, and then he said, and you know, it's, it's amazing. I found all these fossils. And we were like, what? And if you don't know the area that we live the nearest town is called La Riña. That's yeah. like our town. La Riña. Sorry, we're learning. La Riña. And um, it's known as like the capital, the European capital of dinosaurs. It's like where they have found the oldest, biggest land predator, predator fossils. dinosaur fossil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In our little town of 6,000 people, La Riña. There's like four roundabouts in the town and all of them have like a dinosaur, dinosaur situated in the middle. Yeah, it's exactly. Amazing. So the whole town is like dinosaur themed. Yeah. And so he's talking to us and he's like, I found fossils. And we're like, oh, is this the dinosaur thing? And he goes, because you know, the ocean, the sea used to be on this land. Yeah. And so he was basically telling us that like the the area used to be underwater many, 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 many years yeah, ago. Yeah, millions okay. of years ago. So he's telling us a story. We're like, oh, yet another great interaction with Fernandez. We go to the gym. We come back. We wave to him. He's our friend. Later in the day, we take an afternoon walk. Yes. And we go by Fernandez's house again. He's This time he's hoeing. He's out yeah. in the land hoeing. And he's probably, how far away from us do you think? I mean, about as far as he could get away in his quarter acre. Right. As far as you could get away. He sees us. He looks up from his home. Yeah. He sees us. We were just giving like a nice wave. We were just waving we're like, at him. Like, hey, away. We're not going to, you know, it's you're It's not a chatting moment. Like, yeah. It's just a wave, yeah. right? We see him um, start to... Okay, run is a strong word. It's not a run. It's an 83-year-old running. But it's sort of like a, uh, like, like sort of that, that run that people do when they're like trying to cross the street exactly. and they like don't want to look like they're just running, but they're walking, I but like they're running. I like to call it a mom scuttle He's, is what yes, I call it. he mom scuttled. Yeah. So we just see him start to mom scuttle yeah. towards off the land and we're like, no, no, no. You don't have to please, run. Please don't fall. Please don't fall. And yeah. it's not stable land. No. And we're like, what is he doing? He's, he's mom scuttling. Finally, he comes back from his, we stop because we're clearly, he wants us Our to attention. stop. Yeah. And he comes back with like a crate full and we're, we're like, what does he have in his hand? We thought maybe I potatoes. thought it was potatoes. Yeah. I thought it was these like old potatoes that he was going to give to us. And I thought, <laughs> batatas. And I thought, great. Yeah. Batatas. Batatas? I, I don't know. I don't anyway. Know. Um, and so then we, we look and in his little crate, he has all of these fossils that yeah. he's collected from his land. Yeah. And some of them are so incredible. They're like these chunks of old rock with like a Nautilus shell, mm-hmm. like fossilized inside of it. 
And he's taking us through each one. He's showing us these like teeth, yep. which were like dinosaur teeth, shark teeth. Like, I don't know. Hard to tell, he hard showed to us this like, um, sp- like a bone from like a yeah, spine, it was like a vertebrae. Like a vertebrae. Bone, yeah. And the best part is, is he was like, there's so many that like, I just stopped picking them up. Yeah. So when he like, when they turn the soil over and I don't know that they do it that much anymore because he's 83 and they don't produce much on the land anymore. But he said that when they used to, it was just, there were so many fossils that they just stopped picking them up and they would just turn them back into the soil. Like that's amazing. And then my favorite thing is he launches into, you just, you never know what life wisdom you're going to get from Fernandez. He launches into, he's like, I had to show you because I needed you to know I wasn't lying. Yes. And we were like, Fernandez, <laughs> we don't think you were lying. And he yeah. goes, lying is the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then he launches into like a life lesson about just how much honesty is important and yeah. that all the problems of the world are created through we dishonesty. Agreed. And I was like, yes, yeah. like, absolutely. We are here for I am this. so glad I came to this TED talk <laughs> and, and we just left and we're like, here is a, a hidden benefit of living, of moving you, to a different country that I didn't foresee. Let me tell you what was not on my vision board Not for on Portugal. my vision board was going through <laughs> Fernandez's fossils that he found on his potato farm. Yeah, like, I didn't yeah. have that on my 2023 list. So if you're wondering what our lives are like in Portugal, <laughs> <laughs> this is a summation. But that's the amount of, like, delightful little, like, spice of life moments that I love about living here. Yeah. And you can get that anywhere if totally. you're looking for it. And I think, I think also, like... We've never really lived in a place where there's like kind of like a rural type of vibe. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call where we live rural, no. but like Fernandez More is rural. like it, it, like he and his family have owned a lot of the land around here at certain times, and like a lot of it was agriculture and whatever. And so it's just interesting that they, like he's still here and that's still here. But to juxtapose that, like we went to a little we had a little date night at the sushi restaurant in mm-hmm. town. And it was like a perfectly lovely, like very modern sushi place. Everyone says it's like the best sushi around here. It was delicious. It was delicious sushi. It was also a private dinner because it was <laughs> Sunday night and not a single other person dined inside the restaurant. Everyone got takeaway except for us. We even went at seven. We thought that was quite late. Quite late. <laughs> on a Sunday night at seven, for those of you who don't go out to dinner on Sunday nights, imagine going out to dinner at 7 p.m. on a Sunday. It was very weird for us. We were like, we're just going to do it. We're going to mix it up. Uh, so that was delicious. And I just think like that's a fun like yes we live by an 83 year old man who has a fossil collection but then we also have like a modern sushi restaurant that's delicious that's right down the road definitely uh yeah and then i think uh the other thing we wanted to share is we had some friends over we our, hosted a dinner night it was our first just like, another have couple people over for dinner it was a couple who lives in our neighborhood and it was just so fun to cook and you know light some candles and ch- we chatted for five hours we yeah. talked which was so fun and that just shows you like how like thirsty I was for like social (laughs) connection. Um, well, I think all of us were actually, um, yeah. And so that was a nice experience. And it was one of those things where, you know, I think like it had been so long through like the COVID years and traveling. And so it had been so long since we could just like kind of sit down and chat with other people in that way. What's interesting too, is, you know, obviously when you're talking to people for five hours who you don't know, they're asking questions like, oh, what did you do before this? Like, what's right. your work history been like? And like, they're not asking what your work history is, but like you get to that. What's your CV? And so for us, like we haven't had new friends in, in five years, seven yeah. years. Yeah. And so to sit down with the people who are like, oh, you don't know that like 
I wore t-shirts for a living yeah, for five years. We got into the t-shirt wearing <laughs> and boy, people that blew some minds. People's minds are like, and wait, I, we do what? And for us, it's like, it's such a throwaway thing because we lived it. And like, it, and was, it was such an era ago. Like yeah. sometimes we just even forget because it's not, it's not I'm like I did that. Yeah, I know. That was the thing that I did in 2009. That's and it's wild. kind of fun to revisit your own journey in that way. right? Oh, for sure. And then I start to think about all like the fun stories and you don't have to think about all the bad stuff and like losing money and like having to borrow money and like the business shutting down. But I think you down. do a really good job of sharing because you can see when people get excited about that right and they go what and you were on like that's such a cool idea and blah blah blah. but I think something that you do really well that I want to commend you on is you don't just share the glossy bits of course you say yeah all of that was cool but what wasn't cool was here's how it led to burnout and here's how I let my health go and like I think you're really good at even with new people it would be very easy to allow people to believe the glamorized version of that but I think I think it's just your value of transparency. I'm not like, out here living that hashtag influencer life on Instagram where everything's perfect. Right. You know, I'm so, living in real life. That was cool. And it's so like, yeah, yeah, that's our update. I think the other thing we wanted to just share for those of you who might be curious, we've now been living here. We just realized we've, we've are in our fourth month. So like we're literally 25% of the way through our first year of living here. And I would say extremely happy as a fair phrase to sum up how we feel here. Possibly the happiest. And it's been rainy and I chilly. Optimo. And nice Thanks. and windy. And the weather has not been the beautiful Portugal weather that you know we had in the summer when we were here. But that's coming. Like it's already starting to warm up and get and in the I mid sixties. And yeah, it's just it's amazing. And I think it's one of those things every single day we try and have extreme gratitude for the ability to have moved here, to be able to have found this place, uh, the house that we have, and the fact that it came furnished so we didn't have to do any of that. Like, it's just so lucky and fortunate. And I think we don't share that to say, like, oh, like, look how great our lives are or whatever. I share that because I know a lot of you have been listening for years and you know that even though we've always been grateful people and we we try to be optimistic people, like we've run into our own share of rough patches. And we've been kicked out of two places that we've <laughs> lived in since we've been running this podcast. Yeah. And kicked out is, a, I think, a harsh way to say it. But like we thought we were going to be living there for longer, but we got told we had to leave, basically. Yeah, and like anxiety struggles and, and like work challenges and all of that stuff. And I think as much as I don't want to be the person who, you know, shares like all the best highlight reels, because I think that's really hard when you're someone listening to that and you're going through something and you're like, Whoa, like must be nice. I also don't want to do the opposite of that, which is to get to this place where we can't share our wins and we can't share when we are happy because I think it's an important piece of when people are in maybe a rough patch, reminding them that you can get through that, right? Because look at us, like we have gotten through that and everyone's problems are different, of course, in different scales. But, um, yeah, I'm just in a place right now where I feel so much gratitude for pushing through those hard times. I feel so much gratitude for taking this like huge leap of faith in, in what was last year's trip because it led us to here and, um, taking the leap of faith to move to a different country, despite all of the hurdles that, you know, it's not easy to move to a different country, Not at all. but what the life that we are, now have access to on a daily basis, because we made that decision and took that leap is just one that is really satisfying to me. Yeah. And I hope by continuing to share our little updates. And I know this is true because uh, I read the emails that you folks send through that it is motivating for you to chase down a dream for you to have a full-time travel year. If you're going to do that, or even just full, you know, travel full-time for a couple months, mm-hmm. or if you're thinking about moving 
moving to a different country, maybe you're hearing someone talk about a similar country that you're thinking about, or even just any country, and you're like, you know what, yeah, those challenges do sound challenging, but the result of the getting through those seems worth it for other people. And like, I believe it's going to be worth it for myself too and my family or what have you. So yeah, we hope that uh, sharing the things that we have going on here are a good example of what's possible mm -hmm. and not just staying in maybe what's comfortable. Yeah. Cool. Great. All right. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for coming out. Uh, that was the preamble. So affiliate marketing, we want to talk about this specifically about how we use affiliate marketing for our core product, which is Wandering Gameplay Unlimited, our coaching program. But thought maybe we'd go off the top and just like get some of the other affiliate marketing stuff out of the way just so there's no confusion when we're talking about affiliate marketing for the rest of this episode. Yeah, and I have no idea if you're listening right now and you're listening because you just haven't even heard of affiliate marketing and so you're just trying to get an understanding of it. Or if you're someone who really knows that you want to start using it f to pro promote your own offer. Yeah. Um, I, I hope it will be beneficial for both people in those camps, but this is probably more for people who just, if you don't have a strong understanding of what we mean when we say affiliate, marketing, Jason's going to give you kind of the lay of the land. Yeah, very simply, it's just promoting the one version that we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about. It's promoting a product and then earning a commission if someone buys that product through a link that you have that you promote. Right. So a very good example of this is on all of our YouTube videos. In the description of the video, we have links to different products on Amazon. We have links to our VPN that we use. We have links to our phone uh, provider that we use to have a digital SIM card with data on it. So like all of those things are just like products that you can put in a description of a YouTube video that are easy. Also, like a tools page on your website. So this is something we've had for a couple of years. This is not a new thing that people, you know, are doing, but it's been around for a long time. But it's a great way to show people, like, ours is set up. It's like, here's our core business suite. And some things aren't affiliate links. Like, we have Zoom listed on there. But it's more just to share that, like, we use that because it's helpful and, and do it. And we want other people to know, like, this is what we use and we believe in it. So you can have a link to it. But then also, like, we'll talk about here, you know, Restrict Content Pro is, like, our membership plugin that goes behind the scenes. That has an affiliate link. So we earn a commission of people sign up and use that. So a tools page is a really good way. And, and the other thing I wanted to just mention was I think affiliate marketing when not done in a gross way, and we'll talk more about how we've like seen that done and not wanted to do it. I think when it's very simply done for this type of stuff of promoting other people's products, it's a great small passive income source. Yeah. And that's not to say it's a lot of money, but like making an extra hundred or 200 bucks a month pays for groceries, it pays for other, like it's really easy to just set these things up and then not have to worry about them too much. Like and I maybe check on our links once a year just yeah. to make sure that like a product on a website has not gone away or that like they, the like ConvertKit, for example, hasn't changed their affiliate platform behind the scenes and you have to update links. And I, it's also a way that you are using something as leverage, meaning an audience that you've probably spent years trying to build. And a lot of times we think of building an audience in order to sell your own thing, but an audience is also valuable. Like if people give you their attention, that's valuable. And especially when you're promoting products that you really believe in. And that's, again, as we'll get into, like, that's just kind of our line is like, do we actually use these things? Do we actually think they're beneficial? I think it's just such a no brainer. Again, yeah. it's not like a ton of money, but, but why not? Yeah. yeah. Like a uh, notion is a great example. Like we promoted notion to everybody for years because it's just been so groundbreaking and helpful for our business. But it wasn't until like literally like six months ago that they started an affiliate program. So we were already promoting notion. Now it's just awesome that we get to update a link that we could make some type of money from that if people use our link. So it's just a really helpful thing to have. 
But what we're going to talk about is how using an affiliate marketing for our own offer and program has been incredibly helpful. And really for us, it's like our main marketing engine yep. for Wandering Aimfully these days. Uh, but let's talk about why we avoided it for a while and kind of how we felt about it when we first looked at it. And it might yeah. be how you feel about it right now if you've never really dipped your toes in. Yeah. The funny thing is like I still feel like I have this baggage around the term affiliate marketing because – and I don't know. Everybody has their own perception, right? But I just – that term I came, came out, it was such a connotation, like a negative connotation. Yeah. And I think maybe we, there's different reasons for that. Like one, one for me that I know was a big one is I just for a long time felt like people conflated it with like direct selling or multi-level marketing. Um, like when they heard affiliate marketing, they're like, Oh, you mean like MLMs? And it's like, for me personally, I love M&Ms personally. <laughs> I'm fine with it. For me personally, I have some objections with MLMs and kind of the predatory nature of them. And so I never wanted to be kind of in that same bucket, right? right. Like, you know, I, I think the, the main difference to note is that affiliate marketing is very different to me than multi-level marketing for a couple of reasons. The first one being like, I think one of my main gripes with MLMs is that a lot of times the product that they're selling is, is kind of shitty yeah. and it's really just a vehicle to try to get people into the promise of selling. And then as we know, the multi-level nature of it is that the more people you get in, it's like the, the thing that they're selling doesn't even become important. Exactly. It's just the money that you get from people buying in. Right. It's like a triangle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, there's more people at the bottom. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big difference is that, you know, Wayme Unlimited, which is the offer that we have an affiliate program for our yep. main, our core offer has tremendous value. And, and I would even argue is probably vastly underpriced for the value that it has inside of it. Some people have told us, you know, you're not getting leggings that are ripping. You're getting like, you're getting leggings. that are going to last you a lifetime. You're getting real training. You're getting real tools. You're getting real skills. Okay. So I think that's a big difference. I think the second thing is like, there is no multi-level to it. So right. you're not getting, we're not, you know, having affiliates sell WAME and then they bring in people under them and create a little sales force right. of WAME affiliates under them and then get a percentage of their commissions. That's not how it works. It's very simply just like uh, the same thing as most like yeah. software products or totally. anything. It's like you get a one-time sort of finder's fee for bringing someone into the fold. Um, and that's how we run our program. So I think for me, it was just a little bit of getting over honestly the yeah. idea that some people would probably have that perception think, and it's like did i really want to not um use that as a marketing mechanism just because i was afraid of the perception of a handful of people yeah and i think it's also interesting too like i just look at it like just the term affiliate marketing versus like referral network like those are just seem so different to me and like what they are but they're the same thing they're like the same it's thing. it's the exact same thing yeah for me why why i didn't like it and really avoided it for years is i think we've all landed on these websites especially when you're trying to search for a product in google or an answer to something and you land on a site that's just first of all terribly designed there's ads all over the place and you don't actually get an answer to your question, but yet there's just like links all over the place to everything that are affiliate links. And you, you're basically on an affiliate marketing website for someone who's really good at gaming SEO. And so, so their whole game is they write articles to try to get you to their website right. so that you'll clink, click on the software tool, yeah. the product, the whatever that'll yeah. solve your problem. Even if it's completely unrelated, like it's just a bunch of crap that they're just putting on a page. Right. And so you can feel that manipulation exactly. happening and you're just like, Ugh. and that, those are the things that like, 
uh, that just, it drives me insane because I'll be searching for something. And like, you know, there's a whole bigger conversation here about just like search is broken and SEO is broken. And like, you know, how does that get fixed? But nonetheless, like I didn't want us to be a part of any of that. Like I didn't want anyone to ever feel like, oh, gross, you guys are just like putting affiliate links out there and like, you know, having other people do it. It's like, no, like we just want our members who are super happy and love Wayme Unlimited to be able to have a way to promote it and get a kickback for promoting it to their friends and to feel like it's a win-win for everybody. So all yeah. that being said, well, yeah. And I, well, the one thing I wanted to say before yeah. we move on of like what was holding us back as well, not just the perception angle, but also, and this is a recurring theme in my life of something that holds me back, me back is in my mind. I thought if we were going to have an affiliate program, like if I got over myself and I said, okay, it's not multi-level marketing. Yeah. So let's do it. I held off for so long because I felt like it had to be this big initiative, like this right. big program and cut to last week's episode about like kind of setting your good enough standard. This is something again, I struggle with is like in my mind, it has to be bigger and better than it actually needs to be. Right. And like, I would see, you know, kind of the more big players in the online business world. We all know like the Marie Forleo's and the Amy Porterfield's and like, we know these people. Yeah. And my only reference point of affiliate programs was like these big people, because obviously their reach is so big that I would see overlap of people promoting their products. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and like the little bit of research I did, podcast episodes and things like that, of these big people who have these big programs, it was like, oh, and then I hired like five people to run my affiliate mm -hmm. program and I have the whole team and we have like these incentives and these crazy prizes Everyone and, a, gets a BMW. and a leaderboard and a this and a that. And, and I was just like, okay, well, we don't have the resources to do that and I don't want to run a shitty program for our members. I want them to really enjoy it. So I guess we just can't do it. Yeah. That was and, sort of what I thought. And what's hilarious is that when you start to look at like, okay, let's just look at what we could do. What someone really needs is just a referral link. I know. And then like the basic information about your program, because they already know it. It's not like they need to be taught about, like no, no one can be an affiliate of Wayman Limited who isn't a member of Wayman Limited. Right. So I think and that's, that's an, an important, important like thing. Like we get people who email us all the time and like, hey, can I promote Wayman Affiliate? We're like only members can do it because we don't really want to have to educate someone and we don't necessarily want someone who's not an ideal fit for our community and, to be bringing in other people to our community. And I would never want someone... Like what's very important to me is that the person talking about Wham Unlimited has experienced Wham Unlimited. Exactly. That's the most important thing yeah. to me. So that's why we don't do that. Um, but yeah, what actually got me over the hump of all of these things we just mentioned in this section is something we'll talk about at the end of the episode where we have just like some general tips if you want to do your own affiliate marketing for your offer. But I just thought it was worth mentioning here, which is that what finally got me over it is just enough Waymers ask. Yeah. started asking yeah. for a referral link that it kind of allowed me to get over myself because I was like, well, our members are asking for this. And this was before we even had a program. And so it kind of allowed me to like just dip my toe in enough without having to create this like big program. Yeah. And what I think is a great uh, showing that your members actually love and care about the product is for the first two years, we basically said, no, we don't. But if you want to promote it, we really appreciate it. And yeah. they'd be like, okay, sure. I'll still promote it. Like it, it wasn't like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to, yeah, the zero credit. Cause we just didn't have a, any links. We didn't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. We were still in the, like, we think affiliate marketing is completely shitty and we don't want to do a phase. Yeah. Um, so I think from there we. So how have our views changed? Yeah. Basically? So I think one of the big turning points for us was, you know, if we started paying, um, affiliate commissions every single month, 
would that feel better than paying, say, for Facebook ads to grow our membership? Exactly. This is this is kind of how I think about it in my head. And I don't know where this mindset shift came from, but it finally occurred to me like, I think we had reached a point in our business where we were going to have to, like, it was worth doing some type of paid marketing, right? Right. And I was like, okay, what is that going to look like? Is that is that going to look like me running Facebook ads and paying Meta some type of, you know, paid advertising Mark dollars? Need any more money. He doesn't need that. He's plenty. And also, yeah, I don't want to pay that system. Yeah. No shade to you if you do yeah, that if you and you need it Facebook for your business. Ads, like, no shade. Means, it's just for us, it's one of those if lines you, in the But it's like, if drawn. you don't have to, I yeah. don't want to. And so then I thought, okay, well, what really is the difference between paying for an ad to bring someone in to AIM or paying our members? to bring someone into AIM, right. you know, like what really is that difference? And so I just thought to my, that's the way I view it. So I almost, when I see that affiliate expenses number every month, I think of it as an ad budget Yeah. and, but how amazing, and this is where the whole, like everybody wins kind of concept comes in is I go, okay, but we have an ad budget. So we're a business and we pay for advertising. Cool. But then our ad budget goes directly back to our members. Yeah. That makes me feel good Yeah. because one of the whole points of people signing up for WAME and one of our core missions is to help people use online business as a means of living a better, more, more fulfilling life, whatever that looks like. And so if if we can, by having someone be a WAM affiliate, give them a small chunk of recurring income every month, that maybe that's enough to pay for childcare. Yeah. Maybe that's enough to pay for, you know... Groceries. Groceries or, yeah. or some type of leverage. Like maybe that's enough for them to pay to go to a coffee shop once a week and be able to work on their side project. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... Those things matter. And so I just finally was like, well, okay, is it Facebook ads or is it this? Right. Yeah. So I think one of the fun numbers to share, and I, I just looked at this and we didn't write it down, but I remember it. Uh, so we've had over a thousand people join Wandering Aimfully in its multiple iterations over time. Right. So, it, you know, it, it started in by my future, then it was by our future, and then it turned into Wandering Aimfully in 2018. And so for those three projects combined, we basically have a thousand members that exist in, in Wayne. Um, of those, 400 people have signed up to be affiliates, which I think is cool. Like, that is cool. Uh, it's a good amount of people. I think we've actively paid, because I, I think I saw the number 200 people. Mm -hmm. We've paid at least one, well, not just one, Affiliate but like payment, right. they brought in one person, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really cool. And we do have the numbers from uh, our last two years of launches that we're going to get to to actually share some of that. But all time, as of like looking it up today, uh, we've paid out $166,000 to our affiliates, which is nuts to think that. about that number. Yeah. And to think about that number going, like you just said, right back to the people who we love to hang out with, we love having in our community, we love showing up for coaching sessions every month, to know that that money is going back to them and not to a big corporation – and to know that that money is also attracting more like-minded people that make the community better, that to me just feels like such a good way to spend that money as opposed to just pumping it into ads and fingers crossed, hoping that you're getting the ROI that you want from those ads. So you just brought up two points that I think are worth mentioning that also changed my wow. perspective. The first one is what you said about, I think having an affiliate marketing program for us, one of the reasons I actually have come to love it is that it helps us keep our culture inside of Wayme Unlimited what it is. Yeah. And so we every single coaching session we go over these our Wayme community values and you know we're trying to cultivate a culture of vulnerability where you don't feel like you have it all figured out inside Wayme, a culture of diversity where we celebrate uniqueness, a culture of 
you know, aiming for enough, like really this, this notion of like pushing back against hustle culture. Like these are all things that we intentionally talk about inside of our community. And we intentionally talk about when we promote WAME. So we attract those people. The beautiful part is that when your main marketing engine is affiliates, all of our members are already like a part of that culture mm-hmm. and they're probably talking about those same values with, to their audiences. And so when they promote, they attract people who align with those values and it almost like sort of pre-qualifies people to have a propensity toward those values to begin with. Totally. So we're not having to work so hard to remind people like, Hey, like this, this is not a place for like that type of competitiveness exactly. or this yeah. is not a type of place to act like you have it all together or to be, you know, it's like, it's like the realness. Yeah. Um, and so that's one thing I love is that we don't have to work so hard to, to kind of build that culture from the ground up. And then the second part is it's to me, it's a lot lower risk than something like Facebook ads because Facebook ads is like, you're putting a bunch of, you're dumping a bunch of money into the system. You're not in full control over whatever, CPM or whatever the acronyms are that you're paying, what the cost per acquisition, right? For us, we know exactly what the cost is per acquisition because it's a flat 40% commission rate. Yeah. So I think just to dig into this a little bit, because I think it's really worth understanding when we pay out a weekly payout, as we do every single week to our members, that is money that has already been generated as revenue for our business. When you pay for a Facebook ad, especially when you're getting started, that's a risk that you're taking that you hope it pays off. And I think anybody who has tried Facebook ads knows that you never make money off of Facebook ads in the beginning. And what I learned when I was doing the Facebook ads thing in like 2014 and 15 to try and sell a course was what would work for like six months would then all of a sudden stop working. Like photos of me with my face in the thing like worked really well and all of a sudden like photos of me with my face were terribly not working and so you'd have to adapt you'd have to change and what I love about this is that like our affiliate program is something where we pay on average now every month ten thousand dollars a month that's not going to change due to anything out of our control so it's like as long as we keep providing a ton of value as long as we keep showing up for our members as long as we keep promoting that we have uh, you know, a launch coming up and that affiliates can be a part of it, that will continue to work because it has shown that it has worked for years. Whereas like a Facebook ads campaign can work really well for like six months, but then what happens when an algorithm changes? Or yeah, changes? and I would push back a little bit and say like, that's not to say that it won't change because I think marketing is always changing. Oh, for sure. And techniques are always changing, but I think the point you're trying to make is that it's a little bit more predictable than the volatility of something yeah, like a Facebook and it's ads. more predictable in the money going out the door because you've made the revenue from someone bringing someone in that then you will pay out. Yeah. So, and then my last point that I love it so much for is because we love to make the experience of Wayne better. Like we're always focused on how can we make it better for our members? How can we make it more valuable? And so every ounce of energy we put towards making the product better is a better experience for our members. And it only creates a stronger desire for them to share that than with other people because they're happier. Right. And so it's like this way of like, when you pour into your product, we're actually pouring into our marketing engine at the same time, which I like. Um, Cool. Let's talk about the nuts and bolts of how our affiliate plan or our affiliate program works. And I want to talk about this both from like a tech stack uh, perspective, but then also just from like a logistically how we set this up. So uh, for those of you who don't know, we sell Wayman Unlimited twice per year in the spring and in the fall. So for our affiliates, we basically do like a month to a month and a half lead up time with them. We mention this in our coaching session, we send emails, and then we have a whole schedule of emails that go out. It's like four to six emails that go out that mention um, 
best practices, if you're going to do a bonus to promote WAME during our launch, like how to think about that. If you're going to set up your own website to promote WAME, here are some examples of other WAMers who've done this. Um, and then also just like a lot of questions and things about WAME that you can copy and paste and use, like the benefits of WAME, the newest products of WAME that, that we want to focus on. So we give a bunch of lead up time trying to make sure that people get multiple touch points and multiple reminders that you can't just send one email or post one time on Instagram or whatever and think that you're going to have someone be convinced to buy a $2,000 product. Which is also meta because you can't just send one email to your affiliates or your exactly. members and think that they're going to want to be an affiliate. Exactly. And that's why we send four to six emails leading up to the launch. And we also let people opt out. So we make it very clear if you don't want to get these emails about being a, an affiliate, click a link. And I think like, as of right now, there's like 50 people who've opted out in our email list. So I think people are interested, especially when you're just very honest and forthcoming about why you're doing this. So from there, as Caroline mentioned earlier, we do a 40% commission for our uh, affiliate system. So if someone brings a new member, it's $2,000 paid through payment plans. We would then pay that affiliate $800 Via and I don't know week. what the industry average is, but I know when we decided on our percentage, Jason and I both sat down and said, whatever the average is, we want to go above and beyond quite a bit of whatever that is because we want to come at this from a place of generosity, recognizing that if we do an affiliate program and people are coming in through that means, like, why would we not kind of reward that effort? Yeah. So it just made sense for us. Like we just, we just try to lead with generosity in everything we do. And so that 40% is I think quite a bit higher than, yeah, than most. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, so let's get into kind of like the tech stack of how this works. So our membership, as I mentioned earlier, is run on Restrict Content Pro. And actually in the show notes, I'll put some of our affiliate links to these different products in case you want to check them out and use Full them. Full disclosure though, there are pros and cons to Restrict oh, Content absolutely. Pro. It has served us fantastically well and will continue to serve us. There are just a few things that we wish oh, that it could do better. There are pros and cons to member space to right. even if you use like tea tree as an example, has an affiliate program. But like if you are looking for some type of like membership, um, through WordPress system through specifically through WordPress, it has served us incredibly well yeah. and, and continues to. Yeah. So restore content pro runs the membership side of things. So that's people being able to purchase Wayman unlimited and get an account and then have restricted access to different pages in our site, like the new dashboard that we're working on, et cetera. But there's a different plugin that we have to use that's called WP Affiliate or Affiliate WP. I can never, I think it's Affiliate WP um, that connects with Restrict Content Pro and then basically like gives permissions to be an affiliate, create an affiliate link, have an affiliate um, like dashboard for people to look at where they can set up how they get paid. So they plug in their bank account um, and then they have like links that they can generate and they have, can see their stats. So they can see like clicks on their link and conversions and all that stuff. Um, so those are the main two things that basically run everything. And I just wanted to share that from the inception of this, uh, we do a 30-day rolling payout, so we wait 30 days before we pay someone out. I am the one every single Friday morning pressing pay affiliates and then, like, verifying the affiliates that we're paying and then, like, submitting the payment. Right. So walk people through that. So let's say that, you know, um, we have all these affiliates and people signed up through the launches. And so what happens is when people's payments come through. Yeah. So Penelope, it, Penelope referred Trish to <laughs> Wayne. I right? think. 
Oh, I think you're going to trap yourself in a little <laughs> bit of a scenario here. So let's just table Penelope and Trish oh, for now. Oh, they were so lovely. Okie doke. Let's try it. <laughs> so Penelope to. was an existing Waymer. Great. And during our launch, she brought Trish over. And because Trish was super excited and she's got her online business going and she's just ready to, to learn some stuff from Wayne. So Trish signed up with Penelope's link. So Penelope is going to get, and she used the $100 payment plan. So every time Trish's payments come through. Yes. Penelope gets... 40%, 40 of that, of that, of that payment. payment. Yeah. And so what's happening is affiliate WP or whatever is like kind of carving off yes. that 40% of that payment that's coming through and it's sitting in. So it's not carving, it's not carving it off from a standpoint of we don't get that money. It's carving it off from a standpoint of you owe exactly. Penelope $40. Exactly. For exactly. So that is a good point. And that's why I want to walk through this. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we get the money, but then it's telling us, hey, you, you owe Penelope, you owe Penelope yeah. this much money. You better pay Penelope her money. You better pay <laughs> Penelope because you said yeah. 40%. Yeah. And so then what's happening is it's basically doing that for all of the people in a given week yep. where, you know, whatever, however many payments of the Trishes of the world come through across that week, yep. it's giving you a list of, okay, you owe Penelope this yep. much. Yep. You owe uh, Donald this much. Yeah. You owe. <laughs> I hate improv. Chip, Dale, <laughs> Chip Mickey, Dale. Minnie, Minnie, Mickey, uh, uh, Gaston, Ariel, <laughs> Bell. This is what you need to. When we get into improv games, you got to go with something you just know really well. So like Disney characters, Sebastian, yeah. Dory, Nemo. <laughs> You got it, babe. Okay, we're digging it so far. <laughs> yeah. It's the same joke that we've been laughing about for like 45 seconds. It is true. So yeah. Um, and so, so it's saying, okay, this is how yeah. much. And then Jason is going through and saying, pay out, pay out. Yeah. I'm, it, luckily, I just have one button to click. So it, it is actually very simple. Yeah. It's just, I look at it and I go, does this seem right that like Penelope's getting $40 this Friday and then Donald's getting $400 this Friday? Why is Donald getting $400? Oh, because he had some people on the faster program that came through. There you go. So I can just verify because like, like I just mentioned, it's not taking the money out from the beginning. So this is money that we pay directly from our bank account then to these other people's bank exactly. accounts. So it's We're just a cash it's a cash flow thing you have to pay attention thing. to. So anyway, those those are really the nuts and bolts of how this works. We don't generate like reports for our members. Thankfully, again, uh, affiliate WP does have like a reports page. Right. So if people want to look at that, they can look at that. Um, and then we do a recap uh, every launch for our members during our coaching session. We have a little section called field notes in our coaching session where we review things we're working on our business and we basically break down our launches and share how things did which we're going to share with you right now if you love numbers because i love sharing numbers i know yeah I'm going to share you these do. numbers i know you are great so i just wanted to cobble together so we've been running our affiliate program for three years now but i just went back and did two years because i honestly was lazy and didn't feel like going back to a third year thank you for being honest yeah so uh i'm going to give you the numbers for 2021 and 2022 so that's let's just call it the last two years so we've done four launches in those times, and in those four launches, we have brought in grand total 340 new Waymers to our program. So our program costs $2,000 in total, so that total overall revenue, maybe some people canceled, maybe there were refunds, but let's just pretend everybody paid in full, uh, was $680,000 in the past two years, which is unbelievably amazing, and we are so absolutely grateful that we can make that amount of money. Of those 340 people that came in, 235 of them came from affiliates. So almost 70% mm -hmm. of our new customers came from affiliates. Uh, so those affiliates directly helped generate, of that $680,000, 
$470,000 basically of that revenue, Definitely. which is incredible to think about. Like that is amazing. And yeah. And something to note too, is like, especially as the years go on, you see the affiliate percentage climb because more people know about Wayne and then more people know about the people who sell yeah. as an affiliate. And so you know, if you're on our email list, but you know you're also on the email list of, say, Penelope. Oh, yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to buy through I'm Penelope's, use Penelope's link because I want her bonus. Cool bonus. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So that happens a lot. Um, but That's one number we haven't looked at. And honestly, I think it's just due to the fact that we don't care that much. Yeah. Which is like how many people were on our email list that that are like completely 100% unique just to us versus like may have had overlap. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, again, it's just, it's one of those things that's like, we just don't care. Yeah, like, because it's working and we, again, we're so happy. Like, we're just not those people who are like, ooh, like, am I giving too much of my profit exactly. margin away to my members? It's like, so what you're really asking is like, would you rather keep all that money for yourself yeah. or would you rather kind of spread it around to your members? And like, it, we live a great life and I, we have f plenty of money, so I would rather give it to her. Absolutely. And that's members. not to say that we are like having a bank account that's overflowing with money. Like Donald, who you mentioned Duck, right, is Donald who we're Duck. talking about. Yeah. He's, uh, is yeah. that who I'm thinking of who swims in the money? Yeah. Yeah. That's Donald. No, Scrooge. Scrooge. Donald. Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. Scrooge Donald McDuck. Is that his full name? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just combining a couple of Donald's characters. And also, there's I hate, a lot of ducks. hate no, that no. we're saying Donald so much, by the way, Why? but that's okay. Well, because of, oh. yeah, I know. But we went Donald Duck. We went Disney, you know? So I just want everyone to like, he's got an orange bill. He's, you know, he's Not Donald orange. Duck. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, okay, so let's kind of recap uh, how our experience has evolved with our affiliate program. So you mentioned this whole good enough thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it'd be really helpful for, especially for those of you who are listening to this, you're like, okay, I want to do an affiliate program, uh, affiliate marketing for my program. I want to do it for my course or for whatever. I've been doing this for years. I have people who love it. They want to promote it. I want to set this up. How do I not get into the overwhelm of like, I need to build a whole team to do an affiliate marketing thing? Yeah. So let me just tell you, do you remember the first launch that we launched affiliates? That's what I don't know. I think it, this is why I didn't go back to 2020 because I think it was spring of 2020. Spring, okay. I guess. Let's somewhere around there. But, um, what I think is so funny is like finally, so so many of our members had been asking. Finally, we Jason and I sat down and looked into this uh, affiliate WP thing. Yeah, it was. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a challenge to set up and think through the bank account, oh, yeah. like part yeah, of it or whatever. Logistics and but yeah. we got past that hurdle to finally get it set up. And then I was like, okay, well, like what or how are we gonna make this easy for people? Because that's another thing, and we'll talk about that in the tips at the end. Yeah, is like people are not going to sign up to be, I mean, of course you're going to have the people who are already asking, so they're going to do it, but you want to make it as easy as possible for people to confidently and authentically sell your offer. Right. And so I'm thinking, okay, what's going to be our experience, but I know I can't create the team and the thing and the whatever. Yeah. And so Jason was like, okay, how about we just create some Google docs? Just like some Google docs. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. And this is 2020, so like Notion wasn't like hugely prevalent for us yet. Yeah. And so Jason, to your credit, you were like, okay, I think, and I'll tell you exactly what the docs were. One was sort of like a an FAQs. Yeah. So it was just like, how much is the, how commission? Much is the commission? When do I get paid? How do I? How long does the cookie last? Yep, yep, yep. Like all these things. FAQs. 
Another good. And I specific that actually did mean like cookie, like a browser cookie, not like the cookies I made How yesterday. How long do the cookie? Oh, I just remembered I have, you those, have those cookies. cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. made the best cookies yesterday. For you, not for me. They're not. No, my we favorite. have a we have a discrepancy in the texture of a cookie. A I like a crispy, a crunchy cookie. cookie. He likes a, a soft cookie. I want a soft chewy. And he made these like crispy, crunchy ones yesterday that I'm so excited. I just want to throw them away, to be honest. But, uh, give They're me. garbage. They're, They're like mine. coasters. I love them. I know you do. Crunchy. <laughs> <Anyway>. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Someone's like, what were the docs? Yeah. Okay. An FAQ doc. Yes. And a, um, a, like building your, la- like what a is. A launch plan. A launch plan doc. Yeah. So it was basically like details on what is Wayman Unlimited. Just some like basic things so that, they, and like, what are the benefits of Wayman Unlimited? Yeah, What's some, included? Some email prompts that some, were in there. Yep. Yep. And it was like, okay, here's what you should do. Like where, when and where are you going to promote Wayne and yep. how, et cetera. So there was like kind of like a launch plan for them. And then the third one was like more examples of swipe copy and creative assets. Brand assets. yeah, Brand assets. Yep. And so those were the three pieces and they were to be quite honest, not formatted that well. Like we tried our best. Yeah. There was overlap, but, but we they just worked. Did, but they worked. They worked. And we just did our best. And we did that. Those, it was just those docs and we would update it for every launch. That so it would be like, here are the new dates for the upcoming launch. Here's the new thing we're adding to Wayne. Like here's whatever. And so we did that for like four launches, four or five launches. Yeah. Only now this past one, fall 2022. You just got so frustrated with these damn Google so Docs. I got so frustrated with like the experience of the Google Docs. And I was finally like, I did the thing where I said it was good enough, but now it's not good enough anymore. Yeah, which it took two years to get to, which is totally fine. Yeah, and so I wanted to create this nice, nicer looking PDF because I thought if something looks nicer and it's easier to digest the information, someone's more likely to read it and therefore someone's like more likely to be an affiliate. So we created like a nice little kind of guide, like yeah. a PDF and guide. If, if anything, I think that's a good example of just, we have no data to say that that PDF was loved by anybody, that it was opened that much, but it made us feel reinvigorated about right. promoting the affiliate program that sometimes you just need that to go, oh, we're sending out these damn Google Docs again. And it's yeah. like, no, we're sending out this beautiful PDF that- Well, and I was like, it's confusing to me. If it's confusing <laughs> to me of where each of these things Yeah, lives, but clearly it's not confusing to 235 people who have helped bring other people to win. True. Yeah. And so then, and finally now we're at this place where we went to go update the, the, the PDF. PDF. Yeah. And then I was like- this could be even better. This could be better. And yeah. so we just now have basically taken a teachery course and created like a resource hub yeah. so that I can just, we can update Which that Which is a great launch. example of the versatility of teachery. And so many of our members have already been doing, the teachery customers have already been doing things like this. Yeah. Um, they, you know, shout out to like Michelle Rohr and the Alejandras of the world. Uh, Yadzia is another one that comes to mind. Like they have been putting together these courses quote unquote but like it's not a course it's just a resource of information it's a container to put similar information which i just love because it makes us then think like oh yeah you could totally do that so yeah so we've created we you've created this affiliate hub uh which is really fun also using one of our teachery theme pack templates which is something that you you tweaked this is something that you get inside of wayman limited is last uh last fall we created basically with the new feature of themes it's like a pre-designed course yeah. template and so i just used that yep. and it was like went a lot faster. i mean you did it in like two days like yeah it, was it, incredible. it looks great so that that is kind of how our affiliate experience has evolved the details have not evolved but how we give people information yep. has evolved and we're share that with you a to give you ideas but b to also say if it's just going to be google docs for the time being that's gonna work it's, yeah it's fine absolutely and and you should force google docs notion whatever to work for two years for you 
until it feels like, okay, I need to reinvigorate this. Yeah. Or or until you're getting so many questions from people that like they're not able to promote your the thing. The point is, don't be Carol. Don't make it out to be so much bigger and better in your head than it needs to be. I think it's not don't be Carol. I think it's just acknowledge when you are being Carol. Okay. And then you just have to be like, okay, this is what I'm being, you know? Right. And, and I need to just be good enough. And, and also, enough. yeah, yeah. Like, I also want to say for myself, there's, there's, plenty of times when that quality comes of course in handy yeah just as there's times when it holds me back so all right let's get to some final tips here on building an affiliate marketing program or our affiliate marketing for your program or for your membership whatever you're doing um, one of the things that we think is most important is just timing and yeah. so it makes sense to add an affiliate marketing offer to whatever it is that you're selling once it's selling predictably, once it's selling consistently, once people are getting into the product and they're getting value from it, I just, this is our personal opinion. I'm speaking for myself, but I think for Caroline here as well. If we would have started an affiliate program with Wayne in the very beginning, it would have felt a little disingenuous because we didn't even exactly know what we were selling. Exactly. We, we didn't know the problems that it solved. We didn't know exactly how someone would get value. But fast forward to 2020, we had the coaching that we were doing every single month. We had kind of reorganized everything. We had started building the roadmap. And that really felt like, okay, this is a this is a valuable thing that now other Waymers can promote to other people. And it's going to feel like they're going to get in and those people are going to get immediate awesome value from this. And as a side note, I think it's just going to create too much complication too. If you're trying to figure out how to run an affiliate program and how to speak and have a communication plan with them as you're still trying to figure out your communication to how to sell your offer, I think yeah. it's going to be a lot. Yeah. So kind of focus on one thing at a time, like get your offer really to the place where you have a repeatable strategy. You know, there's sort of like product market fit, so to yeah. speak, and then layer an affiliate men engine on top of that. Yeah. Uh, so the other part of timing is just waiting until people are asking for you for it. Yeah. So I think a very good indication that you're ready to start an affiliate program for whatever it is that you're selling is you have your customers saying, Hey, can I promote this? And do you have an affiliate program for this? And it's not like at the very first email they send you about this thing. It's like they've been in it for a couple months or a year or whatever. And now they're excited to help promote it. Yep. And then, uh, we already reiterated this in the last section, but just the idea of like, start small. Yeah. Like Google don't Docs. try to, don't try to bite off more than you can chew. It doesn't have to be some big thing with team members and this and that. Like yep. it's just start with the simplest, best version that you can and kind of grow it from there. Then you want to have a communication plan. So at least a month in advance if you're doing launches like we're doing, um, but give people enough touch points here, four to six emails. Uh, make sure that they're nice and thorough. If you have any type of live interaction with people, like we have our coaching sessions this month for us, we're going to have a whole portion where we talk about our affiliate program for like I mean, it's like 10 minutes. It's not even that long, but it just gets people excited about it. They can see the value of it. Um, and then always allowing people to opt out of those emails in some way so that they don't feel like they're going to get hammered over the head. Like I'm, I'm on a couple email lists where like, there's no way to opt out of those affiliate emails. And like, they just keep doing it. I'm like, guys, some of us don't want this. Like we're, we don't want to promote your thing. We're just happy to get your email updates. So give people an easy way to opt out just with uh, a tag or whatever. And this is also the the tip of having a communication plan. Again, this is why it's helpful to do this once you have some sort of repeatable launch strategy, because again, it's going to be very confusing to have to think of what's my, my email marketing plan to sell my offer and what's my email marketing plan to my affiliates. That's a lot. Yeah. And, it, and so for us, we know exactly what we're doing during the launch of, of our list. So it's very easy to then just layer on cluing in our affiliate um, our affiliates to be like, Hey, okay, 
we're going to do a roadmap preview again this time. And yep. here, here's the new product that we're adding to Wayne Unlimited. Here's what some of our emails are going to be about. We've already decided those things. And so it's easy to just clue them in versus if you haven't figured that stuff out yet, again, it's going to feel overwhelming to try to figure it out and then clue your affiliates in. Yeah. And I think the last guiding thought is just to like try and make it easy. Yeah. So try and make it simple for someone to know where to find the affiliate area to get their specific link, how to create a link if they have to create something, what the commission is, when the payouts are. Like just make these questions that someone's going to think about really easy for them to find the answers. And that's where like kind of the swipe copy and some of the um, assets come in too is we always encourage people to kind of put it through their own filter. Don't just copy and paste, but give them talking points. Yes. And, and help, Make it easy. help lead them through how to come up with their story, their unique angle on Wayman Unlimited so that they can share it confidently with their audience um, so that they don't have to do quite all of that heavy lifting themselves. Absolutely. All right. Those are our thoughts on creating an affiliate marketing system for whatever program course thing membership that you sell. And again, that's just our specific way of doing it for our membership program. We know that for some of you, you may have like evergreen products and like, well, what about evergreen? We don't know. We don't have evergreen products, so we don't have a lot of advice to give on that. I'm sure you could use a lot of these exact same tactics, uh, but we use the launch model, so it's very helpful for us to kind of know that we have these chunks of time set up to work on it so we don't feel like we're always kind of working on our affiliate marketing stuff. It's just two times a year we have to check in on it, and if we're creating a new thing, we create a new thing. Otherwise, we just let it rock and roll. Yeah, I hope you found this interesting and um, just kind of gave you the, the overview, the lay of the land and it's been top of mind for us because we just put together our this new hub and the affiliate marketing plan for our spring enrollment, which it's coming soon. Is coming very soon. It's like soon. four weeks away is this when this episode goes if up. If you are interested, it's going to be March 20th yeah. through April 4th. Yeah. So if you want to mark your calendars, feel free. Um, that's a very soft pre-pitch. Oh, nice. Well, soft pitch. It's very soft. Yeah. Just mark your calendars. It's like my like my cookies. No, they're not soft. They're hard. No, no. That's how oh, I like no, but the your, cookies. Your cookies. That the coasters that I made yesterday are I'm not I'm going to have one right now. I'm going to have Gross. a post-podcast cookie. I don't like them. All right. But I like you. You guys are great. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.